Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. I'm Jamal. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky. No more excuses. That's right. Excuses make today easy, but they make tomorrow hard. <gasps> Say that again. Excuses make today easy and they make tomorrow hard. I think I need to write this down. Excuses make today, the now, easy but they make tomorrow hard. Yes, because we're we're putting off what needs to be done. We're talking about discipline today. Yeah, and discipline creates habits that will make tomorrow easier. Oh my gosh. Okay, now are we all confused? (laughs) (laughs) It seemed so much easier when we were younger. And we had, we were told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. We had coaches, we had parents, we had teachers. Did you say we, we had, had coaches? I, I've always had a coach. Isn't it funny though? I always had a basketball coach, a, a music, music coach, coach, a band a, coach, a <laughs> gymnastics coach, a dance coach. Like I always had a coach for every area of my life. And they instilled little habits and little and discipline yes. to get you great at what you were doing. Yes. Seriously, they did. And then they always pointed out the areas where I needed to be better or more disciplined. And they kept me accountable. Because there's two And they things. had tests. And they had measuring sticks. So it was very, very easy. There were report cards. And there they we had competitions. And we had... I mean, we had things to look forward to and things to prepare for and, and challenges and races and, you know, all sorts of things to keep me excited and also things to measure my progress so that I could either look back and say, look how far I've come. Oh my gosh. I just ran that race two seconds faster than I ran it yeah, pers- four weeks ago. Personal best. Well, if without the the coach, without the discipline, without someone, without without an accountability type partner, you're going to typically pull up short. You're going to give excuses, and you'll never see your blind spots. Mm, that is so true. Uh, although, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Or you won't ah. see all your. You can't see all your blind spots. Or it could go at the other end of the spectrum where. Where we we see all of our flaws, <laughs> and, so, and then you make we up might, excuses. We for might yourself. need a coach that says, "No, you're doing great." Like right. a coach that encourages us so and shows keeps you us where you're making progress, where keeps us confident, where you're winning, and says, "No, no, no, get back up on that horse. You've got this. You got this. You're, you're making progress. You're just not recognizing it." Yes. Point points out our which is your blind spot. Our positive. Thank you, Jason. Yes, I just had an aha moment. I don't know about anyone else. Maybe you might need to rewind this because if you're like me, I sometimes need a coach to point out my where you're winning positive aspects and the positive characteristics. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because I've got a little bitch that lives inside me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you say and, I've got a little bitch that lives beside me? Inside me. Oh, okay. And, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can, I, if you, there's one person be, that can really tear me down, it is me. And a lot of people have that issue. And, and I did. Uh, I, I had that issue for a long time. And I beat myself up about a lot of things. And sometimes I'm, you know, if I experience a, what I consider a failure, even though I know, I know now there is no failure, it's only feedback and <laughs> embrace your failures. I mean, I, I've had all the, the tools and the training and the psychology and I've had all the education around it. However, if I am to be real there still is that little hesitancy inside me that is like, oh, I, I'm going to hold on to this because it makes me better. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. If it weren't for this little critic that lives inside me, I wouldn't be the perfectionist that I am today. And I mean, in some ways, she makes everyone around me much better. Mm -hmm. Now, I know I'm getting off topic. Because we are talking about discipline and this little critic inside me has been very, very good about being disciplined. I will say that, but something happened yesterday and I, I'll just share it with all of you. Yesterday was a Saturday. Jason and I work a lot and we came home from our dance lesson, which we did very, very well. Don't you think? think we, we did, did very, very well. well. Our teacher was so proud of us. Because, he wants us to be in a competition. Yeah, we're doing a little <laughs> dance demonstration next next Saturday, yeah. actually. Oh, my Six gosh. Days. It's less than a week away. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, that little critic just ju jumped up in my head thinking of all the the work that we have to do. Okay, but I'm going to silence it for now. Thank you for bringing that up. At any rate, so yesterday I was like, you know, I just really want to Netflix and chill. And then the whole time I was Netflixing and chilling, if that's the verb that we use nowadays, I felt guilty and I felt ashamed <laughs> and I felt like a sloth and I felt lazy. And there was something inside me that couldn't even enjoy it because I felt... Like, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do and I just feel, uh, It's because we know. Like I am putting my dreams on the back burner by laying here. Yeah. And we know the difference between like proactive rest or productive rest and resting. And I mean, I was complicit in this as well because I wanted to zone out and I wanted to be a sloth. I, yes, and you so did. And so I made up the excuse of, hey, you know what? We're just going to lay here on the couch. We're going to let our <laughs> brains rest. Jason was rationalizing it. Yes, and that's an excuse. Rationalization we is almost, an excuse. We almost got into like a little bit of a, you know, it, it's such a weird little fight to get into, but it was almost a fight as to whether or not we could enjoy ourselves in being lazy. Right. <sighs> Cause, cause, it sounds absurd. Because we that could I rest our it. we could rest ourselves by doing the disciplined things that we've done in the past, like going for a gratitude walk, mm -hmm. taking a nap, listening to a meditation, right? All these things that really feed into our brains, right? But I wanted to 
like zone out like like college style like a zombie like jason was i mean it was almost like getting high and and <laughs> picking out on on potato chips that's right give me the whole bag <laughs> and i'll sit here and beat myself up about i don't want to take the bag back to the cabinet so i'm just going to eat the whole thing <laughs> i'm not saying that we got high and picked out on potato chips but i am saying i'm using that as an analogy because once we watched you know Two two hours of Netflix. It was like, well, we've laid here for two hours, What's so we might as well here? just watch the whole damn series. Let's double down, right? <laughs> then it was self sabotage. Then it was like, well, pfft, there goes the whole day. Yeah, now I am lethargic. Why even get dressed for the day? <laughs> Plus, it's okay. hard to work when I'm sweaty from dancing earlier this morning. So back to discipline. How do we keep ourselves disciplined? Because, so from my experience, there's there's like three different kinds of discipline. There's the kind of discipline that we do in the moment, which is really, okay, in the moment, am I making the right decisions when it comes to eating the right foods? Am I making the right decisions when it comes to... Exercise. Exercise or brushing my teeth, self-grooming, self-love, self-care, self-discipline. Taking an action towards your dream or goal. Right. There. Yeah. I mean, you know, I could study... So that's kind of almost like when we talk about one of my... Our, when we had that discussion about who are we, what kind of life are we building, and we said we're extraordinary people, we're building an extraordinary life, and we're going to make the extra, make a decision towards extraordinary in the micro moments of life. And yesterday, I was like, we're just going to pull this day out of the calendar. Yeah, you did. And we're not going to make. You were like, bad. At I'm going to say no influence. decisions today. It's going to be one decision. It's going to be a, a horrible one, and I'm going to live in it, and I'm going to roll around in it like a pig in the mud. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it was contagious. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it's I, in the past. Yeah, it's in the past. We so got now up I this should morning. just forget about it. We got up this morning and we've been very productive. We have. We've been moving the moving the needle, moving the chains. Okay, so then the other kind of discipline is reactive discipline. And that I think is when circumstances happen. When, and, when stuff goes sideways. Right. And that's when people are rude to you. And, and you really have to almost discipline your emotions, discipline your. So I want to, so on the, on that, on the whole thing, it, I said when things go sideways, but this can be a windfall or this can be when things go bad. So when things go really well mm-hmm. or when things go really bad, because a lot of times things will go really well for people mm-hmm. and they're not disciplined enough to stay in their routine or stay on track because like in sales, you get this huge, massive sale and you've hit your number for the week or the quarter. And then you take your foot off the gas and you quit doing the things that made you successful to get there. Yeah. You know what I call that? I call that the pressure cooker effect. Yeah. Because you lose your motivation. It's like when you're hungry, you know, when you're hungry, then you have the motivation to go out and hunt for food. But when you finally catch the deer, then you're like, oh, you know what? I've got, I've got food for the winter. Yeah. But if it's a habit, like if it's a, if these are things that you know that you do and they create seeds, because otherwise 
the deer aren't around. Like you're not you're not going out and cultivating your crop. Right. Right. And so that's you, discipline. You make it a habit, then it becomes discipline. Yes. I like this. I like where we're going with this. So that's reactive discipline. So that's reactive discipline. Then there's a third kind of discipline, and it is called proactive discipline. Mm. And that this is fun. the discipline where we almost plan ahead, which I don't think you and I are that... Not great um, at it. I know that I'm not that great at And it literally is, you know what? It might rain today, so why don't I take an umbrella? So we say that we're not great at it. We're not great at it in certain areas. So I would say meal prep. We're oh, great I'm at it. I'm pretty good at meal prep. I, I am. I mean, we've been, I plan a week in advance. I do. Because I know that if I don't, we eat then like crap, we feel like crap, I feel we act bad. like crap. Yeah. And, I, and I've then learned we start that the ordering hard out, way. which is going to affect finances, and then also no, our moods. it affects my weight, and then it, <laughs> then I then I don't like the way I look, no, and I then like, I get grumpy, and anywhere. my clothes don't fit, and then I yeah, then I lay around in yoga pants, <laughs> and then I end up Netflixing and chilling. I'm going to try some yoga with pants. Jason, and I end up has a big old slot. The last thing I need is to try some yoga pants because what if I loved them? You would love them. No, I was I was on the phone with my dad yesterday, and he says, "Oh my gosh, these new baseball pants that they're wearing these days—they just look like really great lounge pants." Yeah, you don't have to shift yourself around in them as much. <laughs> and I was like, "Right, they kind of do look like nice little lounge pants." Yeah. So if I go home and my dad's wearing baseball pants, I'm just gonna laugh. This episode sponsored by Spalding. <laughs> And Under Armour. <laughs> uh, well, I hope this helped. Discipline. I, I really, you know, James Cleary, we talk about his book a lot, The Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah, great book. Habit stacking and just doing a little bit. It's that incremental improvement. And the Kaizen method, I know that we've talked about that many times in other episodes. And that's just doing a little bit every single day every single time there is a compound effect and you know we we've brought up weight and food if you eat just an extra 100 calories every single day in six months massive difference you're big massive difference <laughs> if you eat just a hundred calories less every single day all of a sudden you start changing that that spiral and instead of going downward, you start going upward because now all of a sudden you have more energy and you start feeling better and you have more motivation, more vitality to get up and have more it's a, vigor. It's almost like a continuation effect. Yes. And, and because you have that, then you want to exercise more and mm. it, it goes in the upward spiral. So are you in a downward spiral or an upward spiral? And it's the same thing with discipline. When you start doing well, you start having those little habits and you start feeling proud of yourself, all of a sudden you just want to continue in that direction. And, and if you can get into that vortex, then all of a sudden you start getting some emotions behind it, some momentum behind it, and you start getting into that success cycle. And that is when you truly start seeing improvement. Yeah. That is the compounding effect, which leads to exponential growth and transformation. I love it. 
start living lucky. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.